0: What up, what up, what up, people? Welcome to the Bread and Wine Podcast. My name's Seth, and we have a special guest today who was also the best man in my wedding. Give a round of applause in your hearts and minds for Daniel Richards. (laughs) Woo! Oh, man. Welcome, bro. It's
1: of the year, dude.
0: You like that intro? Yeah, that
1: was, that was fire. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, man. Praise God. Yeah, Carl's not with us today, uh, but Daniel is going to share his life with us. And uh, I've just been able to watch him grow in Christ. And we've been able to grow in Christ since we were just little young bucks, man, just running around on the playground. Um, and, and we've just been growing closer to Christ together for many, many years. Um, so it's my greatest pleasure just just to welcome him to this and uh, just hear from him. Uh, He loves Jesus very, very much and really has taken deeper steps with him lately. And we're going to get into some of his life today uh, because he's a lot to share. But I really honestly, bro, I just feel like you're a slingshot right now and I just need to let go of the slingshot and let you fire off. So,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> what, what what's on your heart right now, man? <laughs> we got we got shake and bake, dude. <laughs> that slingshot. Yeah, I, th- I think it's funny you brought up um, the fact that we have grown uh, in our faith in Christ over over our entire lives, because you think back to when we were kids, how fire all that passion we had, right? We, you go through this kind of this kind of system, you know, when we were young, we had all this passion and we wanted to learn about Jesus, and, and we kind of had it all wrong. You know what I mean? Would you would you agree, or you know, or what what are your ideas on that? Or Wrong no, in what way? Uh, just in the in what we had passion for. We had passion more for you know learning, and not so much with you know kind of the the wisdom or knowledge we have now. And as you grow, you kind of lose the passion and you grow the wisdom. And then when you grow enough of that wisdom, you, the passion kind of flows back in, and I, that's kind of where I'm at right now. The, the passion has flown back in and, you know, I thought I was saved as a kid, but I didn't really mean it what it was, you know, cause they do that, that prayer, you know, the prayer I'm talking about. Right. You yeah, know, we've, hey. we've talked about that a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, you go pray there. this prayer. Go there again. Yeah. Yeah. You pray this prayer and, uh, it's, gonna you know, welcome to heaven, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm safe. Now I prayed this prayer. Let me go, uh, drink me some alcohol and, and party with my friends <laughs> and, right. and, you know, go basically rebuke Jesus in front of everybody for no reason because I pray this prayer. Therefore I can do whatever I want. Right. No, I, it's, it's faith in Jesus is what saves. And when you realize that, you know, uh, it's a complete different outlook. So recently I've actually started reading the Bible and I've been, I've been a believer, you know, I, I believe what people tell me and it doesn't really seek in until you start Matthew. And when I finished John, so I read the gospel from four different accounts and when i finished john it's like something just completely came over me and and that that's the holy spirit really and spoke to me and said you know now sin is a choice sin is no longer something that that you have to live with sin is something you can choose to to walk away from completely and all you got to do is have faith in jesus and that's mm-hmm. not just hey, I believe Jesus did this and Jesus is this. That's having faith in Jesus and showing it through the works. And uh, that's what led me kind of to create this Discord I've got. So I don't know if you've brought it up recently, but I've got the Discord community. It's called What Would Jesus Play? Um, You could look us up on Twitter, Instagram, or I I believe that's all we're on at the moment. Um, And you can get the link for the Discord there. So it's basically a community for Christian gamers to get together and share their faith in jesus so and and since i've done that I've, I've took on that leadership role and i've just been crazy about the lord man yeah crazy about the lord crazy just want to learn more
0: yeah so let me walk us back a little bit just to okay. uh, give more context so i, I like what you're saying so back when we were younger we did have a lot of zeal for god and we had a lot of zeal for his ways but but yeah our our level of knowledge was I'll have zeal for this ministry, or I'll have zeal for um, you know getting this person baptized? And it was all like in a good heart, but it lacked wisdom because we we were trying. We had zeal for religion in many cases. We had wow. zeal for what people um, told us this is the right thing to do if you're a Christian, but it wasn't always connected to this is what the Father is telling me. That's what the Holy Spirit is telling me. Um, And I even had that revelation too, like as I grew in Christ, it was, it was not about what the church or what, what it means to be a good Christian. Everyone's telling me it was about my connection with Jesus actually becoming real, my faith in Jesus actually becoming a substance that changes my life and that changes my decisions that changes the way I behave. Um, And and it wasn't because I was doing these faith acts because I was told to do them or it was a good thing to do it actually became real. Um, And so if I'm correct here, you kind of had a dip a little bit after high school in your relationship with Christ. And I think it grew after you got, you know, you went to college for a little while, then you went to the military for four years. And now you're back in this place where you're kind of getting grounded again in your faith. What has that looked like coming, coming back into Christ and and really uh, going all in, like you just said, what does that look like for you? And, and how did that start? How did that happen?
1: Okay, so you got a lot to unpack here. Um, basically, it's, it's, it's crazy because, like you were saying, we'll back up just a tad here. You are saying, and I might make up a complete word here, just bear with me. We- Make it up. At first, <laughs> we said religionship, you know, instead of relationship. So we're looking for a religionship. Mm. with with God and, and the Bible and and you know I want I want a relationship I don't want a relationship and then when you realize that the relationship portion is more important than anything you could be taught and if you don't have a relationship with with Christ even says you know if you you come to heaven I will say I, I did not know you yeah you know like you have to know Jesus right and and knowing jesus is is kind of what i've been doing lately is just getting to know jesus Hmm. instead of praying to god sometimes i'll say god what do you have for me what can i what can i hear from you because because a lot of people they just want to talk to god you know but they don't want to sit there and listen to what god has to say because god has all kinds of stuff to say and uh if you're just talking at him all the time it's the prayer is useless you know it's, it's not useless you can ask and ask and you'll receive but um, it it goes a long way when you set and you talk with God or set and just be with God, you know And uh, I think a cool thing um, I kind of wanted to bring up too, anyways is this idea of Perfectionism or idea of what we want to be like we want to be like Jesus and we think Jesus is, was perfect Which Jesus was perfect, but what is perfect? We define perfect wrong and this kind of ties in with everything too because um, now I have understand what perfect is I I previously was was satisfying myself in the flesh and i wanted to bring my flesh to to god and that's that's what i wanted to be um you know to bring to heaven i want i wanted the flesh to matter and all that now i've realized the spirit is all that matters jesus he was perfect perfect in the spirit and that that's all that matters you know perfect means perfect in the faith that's what we should be striving to be perfect with right Mm -hmm. there um, and I think I've realized that recently is, hey man, I've I've been trying so hard to not make mistakes, and when something gets me down in life, it's like, oh my goodness, I must not be following Christ well. I need to switch it up, or I, I got to take a break. Or and recently I, I've realized, like, no, that's when I need to cling on to Christ. I need to be a leech, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I got to be that annoying, annoying little kid, you know. That's got to be me because I'm I'm his annoying little child, <laughs> like, yeah. and so are we all, and and we need to cling to Christ in those situations and just uh, be with Him and realize perfection comes from the Spirit. That's what we're we're striving to be. When you follow Jesus, you want to follow Him in the Spirit.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen, bro.
1: Yeah, and what you're
0: talking about, faith, that's really been something on my heart lately, is faith is the very foundation of our relationship with Jesus. Uh, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh, Without faith... We cannot, we cannot live this calling of a Christian without faith. Uh, it takes faith to even... Come, when you're facing temptation, it takes faith to say, I actually believe God and I believe His way is better in this situation. Therefore, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z, uh, whatever temptation is coming my way because I have faith that God's way is truly better. Uh, I have faith that what He told me and what He promised me will come to pass. Uh, I have faith that Jesus is who he said he was. And like you mentioned earlier, faith uh, produces works. Let me show you my faith by my works. If you have faith uh, that is meaningless, it kind of looks like this. Yeah, I believe in Jesus, uh, but you don't actually follow any of the stuff he said to follow. You don't actually do any of the stuff he said to do. So it sounds to me, bro, like you've actually come into faith. As well in this chapter of your life, and you've really been been starting to understand what faith actually means. Is that is that am I reading that correctly? That
1: that's one hundred percent correct. That is spot on, man. I, like before, I, I I'd like to say I was saved. If someone asked me, "Are you going to heaven or hell?" I would say heaven without mm-hmm. a blink, dude. And I didn't realize, like, man, I'm not saved. <laughs> like, wow. I believe Jesus is all this. I believe, you know, Jesus did all this, but did I really? You know, you could right. ask me, and I 100% in my heart believed, right. yeah, Jesus Jesus was a person that died on the cross and did all this. It was for our sins. But if you truly have faith in Jesus, then you believe everything he says. When he says to love your neighbor, he means that. And if you're not trying to love your neighbor, then you don't have faith in Jesus. Hmm. And, and that sounds like a bold statement, but when you break it down, that's a factual statement. That's what faith is, is belie- believing everything someone says if you have faith in that person you you believe that hey that's right well he said that's right that's how i should live that's how i need to live because he said it
0: and daniel's living this out right now because just i mean just a mere hour ago i was on the phone with my wife and uh she went to starbucks and (laughs) you know i was like man you're gonna spend nine dollars on a starbucks (laughs) drink i was like come on and right after i got the phone he looked at me and he said is there anything is there a a log that you have in your own eye let's b- before before you try and you know bring conviction to her or uh you know whatever whatever you're upset about is there a log in your own eye? do, hey. do, you, do you have something that you speak so like you are like going back to jesus words and saying do you have a log in your eye then she has a speck
1: and, and you need to get the log out of your eye first yeah and that that shows the whole the holy spirit's in me man yeah. you know that that shows that hey i'm living with the holy spirit or i'm trying to you know we're not all perfect um none of us are <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to and and it's really cool how the holy spirit speaks that way through me and and the thing is that i, I do want to emphasize is you may not always have a log in your eye you know what i mean but you all you need to check first like okay if i'm going to criticize the spec do i have a log in mine and and you might not you know if you don't then okay hey let me be the good husband here and let me say listen okay this might be something we need to fix you know if it's reasonable and um, uh, Obviously, you base that on off of what's the spirit? what what's what spiritual uh, needs are necessary, and then anything else that you know we can do.
0: but but I love that because what you're doing is you're filtering your life through Jesus' words. you're You're holding Jesus' words to the utmost position in your heart and saying, these words are true, these words are life. What he wow. says is the <laughs> most important. So everything I do now is gonna be filtered through what he said and if it's filtered if, if it passes through that filter then it's holy it's pure it's righteous then i'll do or say that thing if it doesn't pass through that filter if it doesn't fit into what jesus said then it's not gonna i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna refrain from that i'm gonna have self-control in that area uh so i, I just really love and even you said you've been working through the gospels and he he said to me earlier if anyone is you know just trying to get close to Jesus go through the gospels right that's what you were saying that is
1: that's the best way that i've found
0: what just curious since this is fresh on your mind what was a big thing you noticed about jesus or something like kind of life-shaking anything crazy from reading those four gospels that really just you're carrying with you right now and it changed everything for you and It doesn't even have to be that big. It could just be something
1: smaller. I, I built it up, but if it's yeah. something smaller, it can also be that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think the common theme of, of you know, if you do have faith in Jesus, then show it. So the parable of the lamp. I don't don't quote me on this, but I, I know it's in I know it's in Matthew and Mark. Um, so it's at least in there like twice, I think. So and the, what the parable of the lamp basically is is saying, you know, if you are this lamp, if you have the Holy Spirit in you. And you have the ability to shine. Why would you be hidden under? I don't know exactly a blanket, basket, whatever. Why would you be hidden instead of put on top of of a stand and shown so you can light up the whole house? And if the house is on a a hill, you're gonna light up the whole city. You know what I mean? And and I that the parable of the lamp has probably spoke to me more than just about you know anything. It's like hey, now it's like when you're in a four by four relay and track you know you run you run you have the baton in your hand right jesus is giving you the baton when he when he says this and it's like okay now that you have the baton are you going to walk off the track and set down mm. you know what i mean no you're gonna you're gonna book it and hand the baton over and then you're gonna wake up the next day and do that race again yeah you know and given you know you have infinite stamina cheat code or something you know yeah. Uh, but yeah yeah then and, and And I feel like that that's Jesus kind of saying, here's the baton. Yeah. You know, do something with it. It, It's, it's giving me kind of
0: images of getting off the sidelines. You know, like you're, you're on the field of life and Jesus is ready to put you in the game and you're going to, you're going to kill it. You're going to do great. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get the touchdown. You're going to, you're going to make the three to win the game. You're going to carry the baton and and pass up the other runner to, to win the game. And, And, if you're afraid you're sitting on the sidelines jesus is like what are you doing you know let's get in the game it sounds to me like you've started getting in the game now and answering the call like the coach is saying let's go in the game let's go in the game you know I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines let's get in this thing and I've, I've just yeah I've been able to see you step in and that's what he was mentioning about even the discord thing uh he had this mm-hmm. passion on his heart if you don't know what discord is it's basically a, a platform for gaming and it doesn't it's not just for gaming explicitly but Uh, it's just a platform for people to come and, uh, communicate and chat. And you could explain this way better than I could, but essentially what he's trying to do is create a community, uh, to help grow uh, people in Christ and to help introduce people to Christ in the gaming community. And that that was just a, where did that passion come from, bro? Like where did that heart come from?
1: Okay. So I've always been a, you know, a nerdy little gamer and I, that title is by no means, you know, bad. (laughs) I, I love it. Um, Pretty much my whole life, you know, ever since I was itty bitty, whatever I can get my hands on, you know, and uh, you know now that I'm I'm growing in the faith, I realize wow that that is way more important than this. But I didn't really see a faucet for these people that game and were Christians. A lot of these games you play, people are they're they're saying profane things, um, curse words. Uh, they're saying mean harsh things about each other it's real toxic a lot of the time and for a christian to play these games it can be hard to really build a community unless you're playing with your, your you know your close friends and some people might not have that that close friends that aren't like that and they want to play and just play with with christians that, that share the same faith and and even go out and maybe maybe try to bring people to god doing that together and it, this is a great opportunity and Uh, that people can kind of come together and we've got all kinds of things in there. We do, we do giveaways We're we're trying to do tournaments eventually. Um, you know, game nights for the community, movie nights, uh, you know, there's all kinds of chat rooms you can chat in there about anything and everything from your hobbies to your fishing trip, uh, to Bible study, prayer requests. You can, you can request prayers anonymously, uh, you know, it's really cool. Even this guy right here, he's in it, and he has no idea about Discord. So No
0: clue what's going on. <laughs>
1: he doesn't game. I <laughs> had no idea, but he does he does fairly well. So, yeah, anybody could really benefit from it any age, you know, and especially if you're gaming, then you'll definitely get the most out of it, though. But what I
0: love about this, bro, is this is a passion that you already had. This is an area and community that you already have influence in. You already have friendships in. You already have... Uh, you know, established and built yourself up in this community. And it's something you love to do. And what I love is that you're doing exactly what you just said. You are being that light on the hill, you are being that lamp. That's being put up. You're not you're not hiding it in a basket, you know? You are actively and proactively taking steps to say, look, I'm I am a Christ follower and I'm gonna shine this light, and I'm gonna promote this light, and I'm gonna this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Mm. Let it shine. Let it <laughs> shine. <laughs> Ooh, it's a free concert. Yeah, praise the. I'll take donations. Praise though. the Lord. Uh, thebreadglobal.com. <laughs> 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 but seriously, man, it's and this is I think this is so encouraging for everybody because everyone has an area of influence. They everyone has a. I won't say everyone. I've met people that don't, but most people. Have a community they're involved in. They have a friend group they're involved in. They have some. They have point, a race to race. Some point of interest. They have a
1: hundred meters in front of them that they, they got the baton to run. And yeah, they just have to run it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what I'm hearing you say is just like, you know, you don't even know where it's going to go or what's going to happen with it. But you said, I'm just going to start this and see what the Lord does with it. And you're just taking a step of faith, and the Holy Spirit's guiding you through it, and he's he's meeting you there. Um, but it's just a beautiful thing to say. Where, where does your passion for whatever it is and your love for Christ intersect? Let that intersect and, and be a light in that area uh, in whatever way that looks like. You know What would
1: you say to someone that wants to get off the sidelines, bro? <sighs> that, that currently, you know, if this person was knowledgeable – is what you're saying? Like, they, they know the gospel and they want to get off the side and they, they want to jump in and do something like this?
0: Either way, someone that is on the sidelines, even when the, with the faith. Okay. And and someone on the sidelines that, that has the faith and is following Christ but
1: is scared to be a light. You can speak to both scenarios. I'll tell them right now. I'll say you don't have the faith. You know? I say if if you want to and you don't due to you're, you're scared or you're worried or something, then that's a faith issue right there. Mm-hmm i'll be bold and i'll say it you know you gotta if you want to now if it's something you don't want to do then don't don't do it you know pray about it um even if it is something you want to do you could you could pray about it and and let god guide you and if god says to do it and you're going to be okay and you're still worrying then that's a faith issue Hmm. have more faith amen that's 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 kind of what the what the faith looks like and and you know myself i i i'm still struggling you know i'm still struggling i'm back and forth um but as of right now, it's just up and up and up and up. And I, I've realized one of the biggest hurdles of my my struggle with faith um, was I would try to jump in all at once. You know, hey man, I you know I want to I want to do all these things, taking all this responsibility. But you know what happens when you do that? Temptation comes with it. The more responsibility you have, and the more knowledge you have of the Bible, the more temptation tries to knock on your door because mm-hmm. it's like, okay. This guy's getting real. He's getting for real. I need right. I need to come. The devil, you know, and all these evil spirits are like, okay, we, we're losing this guy. Come on, he's winning the war. We need to fight harder against this guy. So I, I believe that what I've done is just take it small. If you're one of those guys that, that realizes this has happened to you, you know, or a girl, and you're like, hey, man, you know, I, I'm trying to jump in faith, but I just keep, I keep going back. You know, I keep relapsing on this or you know it don't have have to be drugs alcohol or anything or you know i keep sinning doing this sin again i can't stop try taking small steps small steps step your way in learn a little bit and take on as much temptation as you can in small intervals because the temptation comes with the responsibility it comes with with the the gaining of of faith and knowledge you're going to get more temptation amen
0: yeah i'm just thinking that small steps thing like for those that are saying i want to be a light in my family i want to be a light in my community i want to be a light uh, around my friends it it could just look like a very very small step and like in your family maybe you always uh eat t- eat eat around the tv you don't eat the tv maybe you always eat around the tv and you guys don't even talk to each other you don't pray you don't do anything a small step could be hey guys uh we're gonna sit around the table tonight and i'm gonna pray over our dinner you know, wow, that, that's yeah. a very small step. You know, oh, you shoot. don't you don't have to start off right away saying, "Okay, family, six a.m. in the morning, we're gonna start reading the scripture and praying for an hour." You know that. So, what I'm saying is, you can take small faith steps today, uh, in in whatever area that is that is hitting your heart right now, um, and you can take small steps of faith if you if you don't even have faith yet. You're like, I don't even. Know about Christ yet? I'm not even in that sphere yet of like wanting to be a light. I need to become a light Mm. first. Like, I don't, I can't be a light if I don't, if I'm not even a light yet. So, if you're like, I'm not even a light yet, I still need to know who Christ is, take a small step. Like, open up the scriptures and open up the book of Matthew, you know, and read a chapter or two. Uh, Open up the book of John and read a verse or two. Like, small steps that you can build on you know, a foundation, lay the foundation, and then you can build the house. The foundation is Christ, you know. What are some other small
1: steps you could take, Daniel, in the journey to faith? Well, I want want to talk about that first. Go ahead. Um, Faith in general, man. uh, If you think that you have all the faith, if you think, man, I can't have, I can't possibly have any more faith, you're probably wrong. You're probably wrong. Think about this. Now, I don't know, I'm not very good at, at recollection, you know. I still haven't read the whole Bible and obviously I haven't read it more than once if i haven't read it once yet but uh now you remember the story jesus is out on the water and i can't remember who it is uh, peter or something he says to come out to him right yes even then who Who was that peter was that right it's peter yeah wow look at me um <laughs> even then <laughs> guess who didn't have faith in that scenario right at least initially he lost he, it he, he lost it right took three steps and down he goes so yeah, no, no way i'm doing this right so even Peter in that scenario, you know, one of, one of Jesus' apostles was like, you know, I, I'm losing faith here. Right. So if you think for one second, you know, like, oh, I, I can't possibly have more faith. You're probably wrong. So everyone should be gaining faith and that should that should be your ultimate goal is, hey, I need to gain faith. Like I know, I know my flaws right now. I know the faith that, that I lack in. You know, if, if, there's some thing questionable things you know that, that God could ask me to do right now and it would be be really hard. You know, uh, what was the one? Do you remember what we were talking about this morning? Or
0: okay. yeah, I was praying for a friend and I really believe God told me to spit on his elbow because his elbow hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. He's yeah. like spit on his elbow and you know pray for it to be healed and stuff. And <laughs> that's
1: hard. I didn't do it. <laughs> How are you gonna spit on someone's elbow? <laughs> and think about think about Jesus. Think about the faith Jesus had. Right. Straight in the eyes. Spit Straight on the eyes. Straight in the eyes. Yeah, let's rub it in a little. Let me rub this mud in your eyes. Yeah, let me tell you, I spit in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and then, then guess what? The faith pulled through. Right. Isn't that insane? That's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm not condoning people going out there and spitting on people. <laughs> yeah. If the Holy Spirit says <laughs> but, so, but, I do. <laughs> yeah. Now, if the Holy Spirit says so, do it. Have the faith. Don't spit on everybody. <laughs> like one of those alpacas. <laughs> But I'm saying that that that's tough, man. Like yeah. so, even like you know anybody, we can always grow faith. You can always grow faith.
0: You know something that has really spurred on my faith, I think, is just having this gritty attitude, like just this pure like tenacious grit. Explain. God said this. God told me to do this. I can I can sit here and doubt it and question it and ask for more signs and be like, I don't know, I don't know. God help me. <laughs> or I can just say, I believe God says, I'm going to go do it and just doing it, whatever it is. Would you call that like blind faith? I don't know if it's blind because God said it. I just need to go and do it. God said
1: it. Okay. You know, it's like this this
0: promise that's laid out for me.
1: Do it. Yeah. And the thing is, God's not going to ask you to do something that is against his word. God's not going to say, hey, jump off that cliff. No. Okay. That's not God. You know what I mean? That don't sound really like my father. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That ain't him. So, right, But
0: I mean, you can start with the stuff in the scriptures, <laughs> like have self-control. Okay. I don't have self-control when I talk to my wife. I don't have self-control when I talk to my kids in faith. I believe I can do, I can have self-control next argument in faith. Instead of trying to get my way or tr- instead of trying to change the situation by getting angry and throwing things and doing that instead in faith, I'm going to trust Jesus and do what he said and have self-control and I'm going to talk gently. I'm going to diffuse the situation and I'm going to bring in peace. In faith, I'm going to do that.
1: Speaking of self-control, I don't know if you can recall, but the verse, I think it's Jesus saying it's better to cut out your eye. Is that what it is? Yeah. Then then to... Adult, adulterize is that is that what that verse is referring to? There, cut off your eye and hand if it causes you to sin. sin. Just cut it off and yeah. throw it away. Yeah. So if you have that app, you're getting on. You have you have whatever that app may be. You're getting on it, and you might see you know something on there that's making you sin. The first step you can do is delete that app. Yeah. Delete the app. You don't have to cut off your eye if you can delete the app. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you ain't gotta go. <laughs> cut Praise out. God. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> for deletion of apps. <laughs> but. But so, so self-control, you know, if it's, if that's one of your things that, that's really bad, think about mitigating that. So, so if I can keep myself away from this, then I can practice l- less self-control and still be in the clear, you know what I mean? Cause it's hard for me to control myself with all this temptation. Okay. We'll get rid of the outlets to the temptation, right? You know, and that, that's been, that was one of my biggest things, you know? <clears throat> so I, once once I, I got rid of these apps and stuff that caused me to, to sin or have sinful thoughts, then I got rid of my outlet. Mm-hmm. And now, I sitting alone in my thoughts. What better to do with your thoughts than talk to God? Amen. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I, I, I like the scripture, and I guess we'll probably end with this because we got to wrap up here. Um, but I like the scripture that says, how can a man scoop hot coals onto his lap and not get burned? And you know, thinking about our decisions and uh, trying to obey Christ and walking out this life and being a light, set yourself up for success. You know, if you're running this race, set yourself up for success, not failure. If you know that going to that thing is going to ultimately lead you to sin, if you know that downloading that app is going to ultimately lead you to sin, if you know that talking to that person is going to ultimately lead you to sin, you know, set yourself up for success. Plan out your way to be righteous. Do not plot out your way to be evil. Uh, and let your faith rise up. Amen. And plan out how you will be righteous and holy and be fervent and zealous and jealous for the will of God to be accomplished in your life. And, and don't scoop those hot coals into your lap because they're going to they're gonna burn you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, unless they're you know actual hot coals and it's just something you're into, but you know that's a little that's a little kooky anyway. That's a little weird, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Indeed, you, know, you Daniel, cook off your lap, you know, or something. I don't know. I don't know what purpose that would serve. If you've but. got a griddle on your lap, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, a little griddle grill or something, maybe some griddle, kind of invention in the trying future to make
0: some pancakes.
1: Yeah, maybe scoop a couple coals on there, you know, if you can bear it. But either way, no, I, I 100% see what you're saying, dude. That's That was powerful. That spoke to me, man. Wow. Wow. Amen. Amen.
0: Daniel, will you please bless us with a prayer of faith?
1: Yeah, absolutely. To end this glorious
0: Bread and wine podcast.
1: Absolutely. Uh, thank you, first of all, for having me on here, man. I, I felt like I've taken away so much from this. And, uh, yeah, anytime you want me to come back, dude. Absolutely. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a prayer. I'm out. I'm <laughs> um, out. God, thank you. Thank you once again for blessing us with this opportunity and blessing us with this friendship together and hold hands uh, in faith um, through you, God, and bring each other up when we're down and and the ability uh, to share your faith with other people and to have a platform like this uh, that Seth has to to talk about these things and, and have interesting, intelligent conversations about faith and what it means to be faithful. And God, I pray that that if someone was listening to this today and realized that they're one of those guys that hey, you know, I thought I had faith because I believed all these things, but I'm not really showing it in the works, or I'm not really actually having faith in Jesus because I don't believe every word He says. I just believe what He did. Um, I pray that you talk to those guys, you speak to those girls, and you you let them know like, hey, like this is faith. I want you. I want you to do this because I love you. You know, you love me. This is this is a relationship. This ain't a relationship you know and I pray that they they listen to God, they take things that God says to them to their heart they, they give him time to speak. they set with God, they set with you Father and uh, you know I don't know why I was calling you in third person there that was a little weird dude. Um, <laughs> but I I absolutely I pray that you sit with those guys and and you speak through them and and their faith grows every day and I pray that our faith here grows and everything we do is through through faith in Jesus and, and through you, and we do things to glorify you, not not the things that our flesh wants. All these things, you know, that are just nonsensical. I, I pray that we do things for the spirit and only to grow treasures in heaven, God for you. And if anybody's out there and they're sc- scooping these coals in their lap, you know, like having these certain apps, or you know, getting around these crowds that cause them to sin, or or things that just lead to sin in general. I pray that they cut that out first and realize that, hey, you know, I might not be able to have this self-control as a human, but I can have it in the spirit and I can limit it you know in in the world. I can limit it by by not scooping hot coals on my lap and staying away from that. i'm not I'm not gonna burn myself purposely if i if I can avoid it. God, and we love you. we we thank you every day. Um, and you've you've truly blessed blessed us with this opportunity. Jesus name. It. Until next time.